Hello, welcome to the Reasonably Effective Podcast. This is episode 18, brought to you by myself, Uncommon Fossil, and 10 Types. Hello, everyone. So I want to say uh, thank you to all to our listeners. The numbers are growing. We appreciate it uh, a lot. Uh, you can listen to us on our YouTube channels, uh, both of which are in the, the links. Even if you're on our podcast app, you should see links to our channels at the description and or on your favorite podcast player. I think we're out on all the major podcast playing apps at this point also. If you want to leave us comments, the best place to do that is on our YouTube channels because there we'll definitely see it on the way that the podcasting is set up. We might not see it if you leave it on the app. Um, and we're doing an experiment this week where in 10 types recording, he has the sound for live playing, the, the music. So if you like that, uh, let us know in the comments. And if you, don't, if you find you don't like it, you can listen to it on my channel, um, the one I upload to the podcast that might not have the music unless I mess around with that. What do you think I should, uh, try to record your audio for the YouTube? I mean, for podcast? Um, I don't know. I think it's fine leaving it out for like, I don't know how many people listen on the, the podcast, podcast platforms versus the video, but I think it's fine to keep it, um, the way it is. And we'll see how, what people think of it. Um, and it, there should be both, um, but if something goes wrong, there might only be one version of it. We'll, we'll see. Um, but I think we should just hop into it, because um, if you remember last episode, uh, which if you haven't seen last episode uh, or listened to it, I'd, we'd recommend that you probably listen to it, at least the mm -hmm. intro, uh, as we're talking about live's expanded format. So um, do you just want to hop straight into the, the decks? Yeah, well, first, just the quick recap, right? Regular expanded is black and white on uh lives expanded beta is sun and moon on so sun and moon sword and shield scarlet and violet so that that's the main distinction with it um and then just jump into the decks we covered a lot of decks last episode um we i will probably the, these are a little lesser known a lot of the decks but th the first deck which is why i played this week is a strong one possibly the strongest and that is a shadow rider deck um which has a number of options in it of shadow rider Kyrex VMAX, right, with its underworld door that accelerates energy once per turn per Shadow Rider VMAX to a psychic on the bench and draws two cards. Very powerful. Uh, and then as you get a lot of energy, Max Geist starts to do big damage. Um, but then what, where things get interesting and expanded besides cards like the Dene GX and Tapu Lele GX, which a lot of decks play with this, it's got um, a couple. It's got some ability lock. Uh, Alolan Muck is generally played. That's a stage one. And it's got the power of alchemy ability that where each basic Pokemon in play in each player's hand and in each player's discard pile has no ability. So you do have to be careful. It shuts off your Dedenne GX, your Tapu Lele GX, but it also shuts off your opponent's basic Pokemon and can really slow them down. And slowing your opponent down is part of what this deck wants to do. It has also one of the early attackers I, I find is fun to do is Gengar and Mimikyu GX. This was a card... Uh, I didn't really play this deck much in the past, but I always hated seeing this card because it, it, it does Horror House GX for just one energy. So if you go second, you can attack with it turn one. Then your opponent can't play any cards from their hand during their next turn. So you basically, unless you have a perfect setup when you've, on your first turn, you can't do anything the turn after this. Uh, if you have a second energy, 
with then both players draw to seven cards. Sometimes that's, that's something you want to do. Not always, though, because that can always help your opponent, too. And then you can attack the following turn with Poltergeist for two energy. Does 50 damage per um, trainer card your opponent has in their hand. They reveal their hand. So you see their hand, and then 50 damage per revealed trainer card. So usually a decent amount of damage at that point. I find, you know, 150 is pretty common about the number I'm getting there. And then a card which would the live... Yeah. Oh, a few more things um, yes. with Gengar Mimikyu. Um after you use Whorehouse, if you use it for two energy, because they draw, they can't play their cards next turn, but it does yep. boost Poltergeist, which is nice. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then also, uh, in expanded form, most decks want to go second, even decks like Shadow Rider that are evolution-based, because Gengar Mimikyu enables um, you to be in a very good spot if you use Whorehouse. So yep. even though you are an evolution-based deck, it's still better for you to go second, generally. Right, whorehousing for one on your first turn is, is a tremendous start for the deck. Um, and, and obviously you're getting... If you get Shadow Riders down. <laughs> right, if you get Shadow Riders down, um, then, then you're in really strong shape. So, um, yeah. and obviously... Oh, also, um, Shadow Rider Calyrex V here has an attack that says it just stops your opponent from playing any special energies or stadiums, but mostly special energies, which is really good be, uh, against certain decks that just play special energies and will just mm -hmm. allow you to win certain matchups as well. Right. Yes, it's very, right. Big against that. Sometimes, right, you just start attacking with Shadow Rider V with the first attack and just stream it all game. Um, and then you don't want to get your things on the bench that they can gust up if that's what you're doing. And they also can't play a stadium, which means if you're concerned about something to shut off, like Path to the Peak, your, your VMAX, they can't shut that off the next turn if you're evolving to the VMAX. So it has value there. Um, and then the other, yeah. the other attacker that I, I play in the deck is the Trevenant and Dusknor GX. And this, um, back in PTCGO, which is sunsetting officially in a couple of weeks, was very expensive over there because it was only a, a promo card, as far as I recall. Right? Uh, I, I think so. Uh, I'm trying to think of it at other arts, but I think it was a promo exclusive. Yes, as I'm looking at it here in live, clicked it up, that that's the only art available. So, yeah, so it's a promo exclusive, so therefore very expensive, and, and it has value. Um, Night Watch for three energy for 150, does 150 for three energy, and then you discard two random cards from your opponent's hand. Or not discard, they get shuffled in their deck. So you're, you're kind of that disruption, keeping them from doing things. You have, if you have a little muck in play, they're not getting things going so much. And you can use the Pale Moon GX for at least two, for two energy, where your defending Pokemon's knocked out at the end of the next turn, but that obviously they can switch out of that or evolve and get out of that. So usually you're not using that GX attack. Yeah, especially because Gengar Mimikyu's user game plan. Um, but then Trevenant and Dustron, honestly, might be the best part of this deck, in my opinion, uh, compared with the Alolan Muck to Basic Lock, because you can also pair it with um, cards like Marnie or Roxanne to reduce your opponent's mm -hmm. hand size. If you Roxanne and then... Trevenant and Dustwant, you literally just get rid of their whole hand. Right. Uh, and on top of that basic lock, it pretty much, it doesn't quite win you the game depending on the position, but it sometimes can, and it's just very, very good. Um, and then some other options, you could play the Galarian Articuno, um, which is really nice because it uh, accelerates energy to itself when you play it, allowing you to do more damage, and yep. also it has an okay attack. Mm -hmm. Or the Cressilia, which... Um, Accelerates uh, accelerates energy into play with its attack, but um, from I believe Chilling Rain. But I'd probably choose to use the um, Gingo Mimikyu on that first turn generally. Mm -hmm. uh, and you could also play. 
I was going to say Gardevoir. You could even play like Gardevoir EX or something, but um, there was another Gardevoir that's good in the deck, but it, it's not in this version of the format. Right, as with all these decks. Uh, I mean, Shadow Rider for the full expanded might is probably the top deck, or at least potentially is. I don't know. I think I think there are some other decks that are Up stronger. There too. I, I think Palkia is really good in like full expanded, but... um. Mm-hmm. One of, the, one of the main cards that enables evolution-based decks is Wally, which isn't in this format, which I don't remember if we talked about last. I think we did, but um, Shadow is certainly think, yeah, we did. good in that. And, um, but it's, it's even better here because a lot of the competition isn't as good, but I'd argue that it actually struggles sometimes um, to ramp up to high enough damage yeah. during those early turns. So if your opponents are just like a really strong, um, aggressive deck, sometimes they can... Um, slightly outspeed you before you get that Alolan muck up, Gengar Mimikyu, Trevenant Dustmore, mm-hmm. um, and they can start, uh, like, KOing all... If they just KO two Shadow Eyes, you, you just lose. So, um, there are decks that can definitely one-shot anything relatively easily, and um, you can't always always keep up, but I do think the um, the defensive nature, especially with the Acer Roller, right, you can play Acer Roller to heal mm-hmm. your Shadow Rider or whatever. I think right. the deck's, like, super good. Right, it it is. I mean, the uh, tag teams are a bit of a, a you know, there's is a liability as the game goes on too, because like Gengar and Mimikyu, you want to start with that usually, but it's a three prizer and only two forty HP, so so that doesn't feel good when a lot of de- opponents once they get set up can one shot something like that. But you yeah, just, you can run you can run Penny to get it off the board though, which I think is yeah. an option. Um, or, or ideally just like completely shut your opponent out of the game, and so they can't do anything. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the other card to mention, looking at the trainers, it's all cards we, I think, talked about before, except I don't think we discussed Mysterious Treasure, which is what, it was in one of the theme decks, I, as I recall, too, uh, where you discard a card from your hand. It's, it's an item, and if you, then you search for a Psychic or Dragon Pokemon. So it can be a basic or an Evolution Pokemon. Uh, very nice uh, search card there, in addition to like your Quick Balls and such. Because that this deck then, as I have it built, doesn't play Ultra Ball or anything else. It's just Mysterious Treasure to search for the Evolution Pokemon. Yeah, and it also allows you to search out your Tapu Lily GX, which searches for a supporter, yeah. which is one of the better consistency Pokemon. Um, and having greater access to that is like, always going to be good. Right, and the, the deck does expect it to me. It plays for a Fog Crystal for a basic Pokemon like Tapu Lele or a basic Energy, and then I, I think... A, a psychic couple, Energy. Psychic, I'm sorry. Yeah, correct. Good, thank you. Um, and, or in some Quick Ball I have in the deck also. Yeah, there are definitely different ways you can go with the deck. Um, but I think it's like a... It's a relatively straightforward deck, but it's also a very... Um, it's a very powerful deck, right? It is. I mean, it, as you said, the downside is Shadow Rider is slow, right? It, once it gets up, because it takes a lot of energies to, to be doing the damage. So once it's set up, it, it, it's a beast. It's a matter of, so you're kind of using the Gengar and Mimikyu early on to slow down your opponent so that so you can be dominant, get in that dominant position. Um, yeah. Um, oh, and, and one card that you'd like to have, like you really want to get that basic lock up. Um, and you don't have Silent Labs, so you could even right. run a, or you don't run Garb, you don't have Garbdor or um, uh, Wobbuffet. You could play Klefki in this list. You could mm-hmm. play, you could even play Glaring Weezing, I suppose, but that seems kind of silly. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I think this deck, in my opinion, embodies like the idea of the both aggressive and defensive nature of decks. Um, mm-hmm. Expanded. And honestly, this deck's pretty cool. It's not actually the most fun to play against, but 
Yeah, Dio's are really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I never like seeing being horror housed. It was a horror, but but a very good deck and one you should definitely know how how it works, even if you don't want to play it yourself. Um, I mean, that's it for that deck. From as far as I'm concerned, um, one of the decks you wanted to talk about was was Reggie Drago, which is the Reggie Drago V Star deck, um, which obviously it copies attacks of Dragon Pokemon. So being expanded, you have more dragon Pokemon to uh, choose from. What, what do you want to say about that deck? Um, so obviously, like, they're the normal standard ones, right? Duraludon, Giratina. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the uh, Gudra. Yeah, yeah, nice yeah. That's doing Gudra V-Star. Yeah. Um, and so those three are, like, the backbone of the deck. Uh, Dreldon hitting solid damage and hitting through effects, but then Giratina one-shotting almost anything, and mm-hmm. Gudra reducing damage. So obviously those are good, and I think Gardenia's Vigor is actually good here. Um, because the, up because it's, right, it's, it's, it's grass, grass, lightning. So if you can, uh, fire, I mean, fire. So, so if you can get two grass on, then you can just mainly attach the fire, and you're good to go. Yeah, so I think Gardenia's Vigor is a bit more valid in this format. We have cards like I, I haven't actually built this deck yet. Um, I know it's very good in like regular expanded with double dragon, but here you can go and you can search out energy easier a little bit with stuff like Viridian Forest, um, Energy Spinner, mm-hmm. and then you also have although you can attack Turmoil going first anyway or second, but um, right, you can go ahead and search out the energy a little bit easier, and then you can also go ahead and um, like search out Gardenia's easier with Tapu Lele, and um, that's about it. But I feel like it's pretty solid. In terms of dragon options, uh, you have, of course, other ones that are in standard. I'm not, like, super familiar with all of them. You could use Arceus and Dialga and Palkia, which is very good. We've talked about that before. You can use Dialga GX to right. take an extra turn, which is very good. Um, so I think Dialga GX is very good in this deck. Um, and also, I think that um, you, could, you could go ahead and use something like... Kind of, I forgot the name off the top of my head, but there's... Oh, yeah, it's uh, the Neuvern GX here. Mm-hmm. which allows you to um, just stop your opponent from playing items or for playing special energy, which, as we said, special energy lock can just win you the game, and item lock's very good as well. Because I think Neuvern GX, right. um, Dagneedle and Guzzlord, well, actually, no, Dagneedle and Guzzlord isn't great. You need, I think, yeah, you can't power that one up for its full effect, but um, there are a few options that are pretty solid. Um Naginatal GX as well for snipe or giving your opponent an extra prize could be okay. Um, oh, you could also use Veshram and Zekrom plus like Ends Resolve or something crazy like that if you really wanted to. Um, I probably wouldn't recommend that, but uh, Ulterior GX as well uh, is, is okay. It's not amazing, but I think it's worth it um, mm-hmm. in some scenarios. So I feel like the list, like the deck, has a few more options that are just like pretty solid. Um, and I, I think the decks, it's not the best deck in my opinion, but I think it's, I think it's a valid deck. Let me ask, would you consider putting, uh, ADP in the deck yeah. for its alter creation and then you cannot accelerate with ultimate Ray? I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, well, see with ultimate, you don't actually need that. There's a directly better option in, um, Dragonite from, uh, from the same set from Silver Tempest, which does 180. So it does more. Um, okay. I think Alter Creation's fine. I think Dialga uh, GX is better, just allowing you to take an extra turn. Um, mm-hmm. It's just very good. Um, and I think something like 
I don't know. I, I think Dialga GX is probably the best GX attack because it does. It, it's pretty much Dialga V Star's um, V Star power, but on a GX attack, mm-hmm. so it's very good. Um, I, I think that I think that one's probably the best option for a GX attack. Okay, and the other thing I I would consider when you first mention Reggie Drago is do you want to do it with Arceus V Star because that's in standard does in standard it gets it powered up more consistently than Gardenia's Vigor, right? And those are the two options in standard. So I'm not sure what actually be better and expanded myself. Yeah, and you can... Um, I think this is probably actually a perfect time to move into our next deck, yep. um, Arceus V-Star. We'll, we'll focus more on that. Um, I'm not, like, ultra familiar with this deck and how you'd want to build it. Um, I know how it's been built in standard and regular expanded, but you mm-hmm. can, like, kind of combine those ideas um, because you have triple acceleration energy. So you could use this if you want to pair it with Veggie Draco. Um, but... Triple Acceleration Energy is three colorless energy on a stage one, or on an evolution Pokemon. So it can right. be attached to Arceus V-Star, paying its attack cost, um, and then it gets discarded at the end of the turn. So you lose it, you can't get it back, um, really, but uh, it, it's pretty good. And then Arceus V-Star, I should say what it does, it does two under damage for the three energy, and it accelerates yep. up to three basic energy um, from your deck to your Pokemon V in any way you like. Um, so Pokemon, like, Reggie Draco, V-Star, or mm-hmm. probably just another Arceus. So you can go ahead and power up another Arceus. Um, and then you can also have your very, very powerful V-Star power here, Starbirth. Um, it allows you to search for two cards. And this wouldn't actually say what Reggie Draco V-Star did. It just copies Dragon Pokemon in your discard. Or did yep. we say it? I don't remember. I don't but remember it, if that's we did what or not. Does. Um, but Arceus V-Star, very solid attack. 200 is not a ton of damage, but it's like enough. And honestly, this deck... I'd actually compare it a lot to Shadow Rider um, in the fact that you want to play disruption elements like Alolan Muck. Um, mm-hmm. And you can also pair it right. with um, other options. But it's a moderately versatile one as well. Yeah, Alolan Muck's one you might want to pair in. Um, and you could play a d- double colorless also, right? Instead of, cause instead of the double turbo, um, this, this gives you that, tw- you don't lose the 20 damage with, with DCE and it you don't and it doesn't you don't lose it every turn so that may have a place in the deck too. Okay yeah so this actually brings me to a different question I'm about yeah. live. Um so I obviously I played like Mad Party in, in uh expanded in, in PCGO and I had like mm-hmm. double colorless energy. So I, I only have two double colorless energy in in live. So um Okay. Do you know why? <laughs> am I oh, you, missing oh, them? You had, oh and, and they're not showing a, it, and it doesn't show up under an alternate art or anything, huh? No, I have one of two separate arts. I had, I think, three different arts in PCGO, two of each, something like that. I don't know. It, it's not like a huge deal, but... Uh, I mean, I guess, <laughs> was there an older DCE that was so old it didn't transfer that you had? Uh, there's this one here that I'm looking at that, oh, I might know why. So it gives you some at the start of when you log in. Um, so possibly those cards don't... Oh, no, yeah, they are older no but some of the the ones that are older you can still play as well like i can stick in this dce that's not in that's in the x and y art um but i think it's because it was from a starter deck in um oh in the ptcgo the starter yeah that could be it just kind of weird it it is that's probably the reason yeah i mean i'm looking here i do have my four uh I have more than four, but I have my one play set of, of the DCE. But I think I traded for those, if I recall, in PTCG. Yeah. So. 
Um, so it, it could be a glitch. Things happen. Um, yeah. I maybe mean, I traded them away. I don't think I traded them away. I think. Um, yeah. I mean, it's know. it's an uncommon, so it won't be that much to craft them. So that that's the good news. Yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, you can use double color energy to power up Arceus, um, and then you can pair it with something like Melanie and like water stuff. Um, I, I think the main idea is that you want to be defensive, and you can use Sharon's Care or Acerola or Cheryl to completely heal off your Arceus. Uh, and then you can yeah. pair it with other defensive options. Uh, there are a lot of them out there, so I think that's like the main idea of the deck. Right, and you have some more tools that you have to access in than in standard to kind of reduce damage or boost your HP, I, I guess so. Yeah, and you do have access to all the Pokemon V as well, so that that's nice. Um, yeah. I, I don't know the best options. There are a lot. Probably, um, I, I do think the ones that are simply in standard right now, the Alone Vulpix V-Star and the Flying Pikachu V-Max, which are very much... Um, tech-based Pokemon, I think they're pretty good in this format. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as you said, our uh, Richie Draco V-Star is, like, fine. Um, do, do you have any other specific ideas that you could pair it with? Because I don't know. I think it's mostly by itself, generally. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, a healing-type deck, um, which then you're going to pair it. And there's obviously a number of healing options, and we lost a number of healing options with last rotation, plus some older things, too. So you can heal and just kind of keep going. Uh, Sharon's Care, which you'd still probably play that, um, which is still in standard. Um, but I think yeah. it's, it's just a, a healing deck. The um, One of the losses that hurts it is the uh, one that recovers special energy. with that special charge? Is yeah, that correct? special charge, um, which recovers, as you said, just recovers special energy is, like, really good. Um, but you don't have that. Right. I, I don't think it's the end of the world. Like, you're not just going to... You want to be able to take advantage of the fact that it accelerates basic energy. So it's not a huge deal. You just need it at the beginning of the game, usually. Um, but right. I think it's, like, very good. Mm-hmm. I guess um, V-Star, you could even pair it with something like ADP to have, like, a very solid damage, solid, like, deck that has versatility and power. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it won the World Championship, so it's, it's a good card. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's always, like, the most powerful option, and it's a bit weird to play, but I think it just naturally a very solid deck you pair it with Rayquaza VMAX I wouldn't actually hate that um and I'm sure there are a lot of different options right yeah and, and it, it another deck of, I want to I'm thinking of shifting to is the Toga Kiss VMAX deck which is not the best deck around but it's a similar deck it's a colorless deck it's a healing deck um and, and just making life difficult for your opponents which which has some of those same cards that we're talking about for the Arceus uh, deck so with Togekiss, it the Vmax three ten HP, which is okay, right? Uh, you'd like it to to be a little higher if you could, um, but that has Max Glide attack for two energy, does a whopping one twenty damage. Yes, that's not that high, but then you search your deck for up to two cards and put them into your hand, so you just get to look for any two cards you want after you attack. So that's quite nice. It is a, a colorless Pokemon, so we have Sharon's Care. Oh, it does have free retreat also, so that kind of can help with how things function with the deck. And for this deck, I, as far as I know, you just play a 4-4 Togekiss line and nothing else within it. Um, yeah, probably. Was... Um, okay, one thing I want to talk about is the weakness. Uh, lightning type is actually really good. The more I've been exploring it, I think mm-hmm. Lightning, which we talked about before with like Pikram, Rhydon, Fikeville is like super good. Yes. Um, 
so being weak to lightning is like bad, definitely. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think that's like not great. So you could run Dunsparce, right? But that also it hurts to run other Pokemon. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, and then you would just want to pair it with double colorless energy or triple acceleration, probably double colorless. Um, right. And then, um, I think now's a good time to talk about like the powerful supported in the format, um, which are really drive the deck, right? Because when you have a deck that doesn't do too much, <clears throat> you need some support. You do have cards like uh, uh, Barrel, Sharon's Care, Acerola. Um, right. But then you also have Max Potion, right? And you didn't mention that yet, did you? No, no, we didn't. So that's an item card in an older one, obviously, because it's an expanded. Um, and, but you heal all damage from one of your Pokemon, and you discard the energy attached to that Pokemon, which is why... So you heal all the damage off, and then if you're using triple acceleration energy, which pays for the attack cost, it gets discarded after your turn anyway. So if you max potion the following turn, you're not getting rid of any energy. So it's quite nice in that regard. Um, you know, it's a way to fully heal it up with, without having to uh, scoop it up with uh, Sharon's care, for instance. So um, very nice there. Um, that's the deck. I'm trying to look through it. it there's a lot of just that. That was like the main heal besides Sharon's care and uh, Cheryl, which obviously yeah. is exploration. And then one of the nice supporters you can play, which I don't think we've discussed yet, is Green's exploration. Which is if your Pokemon, that you can only play this card if you have no Pokemon with abilities in play. So Togekiss does not have an ability, and then you yeah, but you can't use it with Dunsparce then. Correct, not with Dunsparce in play. There are decks that would play greens with some ability Pokemon, knowing they can only use it occasionally. But yes, you're correct. Dunsparce makes it so you can't play greens. Um, and, and there is, what, weakness policy, but that's not in this expanded format, right? No. That, that was a tool that removed weakness, which would be useful, but we can't don't have access to that. Yeah, there's a weakness card energy, which does exactly what it sounds like. It turns off your weakness, but it doesn't really pay the attack cost. It's only one colorless energy, so if you want to get fancy with it, you can stick in powerful energy and weakness guard energy. Um, but I, I probably wouldn't recommend that because, it, uh, as we talked about, it only does 120. Mm -hmm. um, so you could even just play double colorless and double turbo. Um, triple acceleration energy is fine, but it's not amazing. But um, Green's Exploration allows you to set up, and then you have a wide variety of good supporters as well. Um, yeah. Notably, in terms of recovering supporters, you have, of course, you have Palpad. And um, yeah, you have your Palpad, but then you have Lusamine, which is actually like a super insane card that's banned. Um, in it was banned, but now it's not banned anymore. It says put in any combination of supporter and stadium cards from your disco pile into your hand. Um, so you yeah. can actually recover Lusamine and something else. So you can have infinite recovery with that. Um, and then you're going to be looking at cards like one of them ones that's pretty solid is Silene, which mm -hmm. allows you to uh, recover anything. You can also recover on, on, um, a, oh, on a coin flip, but yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's um, you on average you recover one card, right. uh, which is fine. Um, yep. It's actually very good. And then you can of course recover your healing based cards. You can recover Cynthia and Caitlin also recovers supporters um, mm -hmm. and Ross cards, which is nice. And you can also have a team yells tier to recover stuff. So you have an infinite package. Yep. to recover your supporters. That being said, you can only play one supporter per turn. So then you want to have ways of disrupting your opponent. Really, Togekiss Phoenix is a control-based deck. Yeah. Um, so you have things like Plumeria, and um, I think that's the main way any supporter discard uh, energy. It says just discard two cards from your hand and then discard an energy attached to one of your opponent's Pokemon. 
you also have cards like Crushing Hammer. Um, you have enha you Enhanced have Hammer, which gets rid yeah, of a special, discards a special energy. Yeah, Enhanced Hammer. Um, you can play Miss Misfortune a, Sisters just to get rid of some. Yeah. Misfortune Sisters mills items from your opponent. You can gust them up with cards like Boss's Orders, Guzma, or Countercatcher. Yeah. Um, and then you also have... Uh, I don't know. I think there are a few other options. Oh, Path to the Peak. Right, to Path, turn you, off. you're getting down, yeah. Yeah. Um, does your build play Wondrous Labyrinth, or does it not run that? I didn't, no, I didn't have that. I just had the, the four Path in it. Okay, but you can play Wondrous Labyrinth, which is a bit interesting, and you end up in some kind of sketchy spots if you do it. But attacks of non-fairy Pokemon, um, which is pretty much everything, because almost no one plays fairy Pokemon. Not that they're useless, but... um. I don't really think we're going to talk about them. <laughs> They're not that good. Uh, yeah, so mm -hmm. the cost, uh, attack cost of non-fairy cost one colorless more. Um, it's this Prism Star Stadium, so you can only run one, but you can't recover it. But um, it is um, it just stops a lot of decks. Say Arches V-Star now can attack for the one for one attachment. Um, of course, this does mean your Togus also can't attack for one attachment unless you stick a triple acceleration on, which you're going to lose. So you mm -hmm. only use this if you're fine not attacking. But as this is right. a control deck, if you get Wondrous Labyrinth to stick, um, you can just win the game if your opponent's not really able to attack or bump this. Yeah, and we didn't mention Fava, did we? Which is a... Oh, no, yeah, I forgot about just Yeah, which is a, a bit of a silly card, but again, it goes in a deck like this. You choose a Pokemon tool or special energy card attached to one of your opponent's Pokemon or a stadium sim play, and it goes in the lost zone. So one tool, special energy, or stadium you get rid of for the rest of the game. Yeah, uh, which can be nice. Um, it's not like insanely good because people aren't really going to be recovering them too much. So um, it, it's only, I say it's only a fine card, but it's not bad. It's certainly worth running. Um, and then also, uh, of course, if you're playing a control based deck, you want to be able to access your prize cards. So um, you mm -hmm. have both Peonia and Gladion to allow you to have a, lot, a ton of access to your prize cards. Glanion, a very specific one that swaps itself with a card in your prizes of your choice. And Peonia, um, allowing you to have a look at uh, um, three of your prizes and then switch them with cards in your hand to your liking, uh, mm -hmm. giving you a very good position. Um, which we'll actually we'll talk about Peonia later if we have time, which I hope we do. Um, but it's, it's a very good card. And the two of them in combination... Um, allow you to have essentially infinite access to your prize cards, so yep. you shouldn't be worried about prizing cards like Wondrous Labyrinth or, or anything else. Yeah, so it's um, you know it's a solid deck. It's not uh, probably the the best deck, but it, it, it's a solid deck. And again, you, you, you need to, if you're going to play an expand, you need to know about these decks, even just so you can play against them, because disruption decks, if you're not prepared for them, aren't going to go well for you. Yeah, and I think we should talk about um, one of the other control decks. There, there are a few, yeah. um, and I'm not. I don't know exactly what like you have access to because really the main recovery Pokemon are Sableye, Rangru, and um, Bunnelby. Bunnelby mm -hmm. is not in the format. Rangru is banned, and Sableye <laughs> is both not in the format and banned, so you can't <laughs> use those. Um, yeah, but you do have. I don't know. You, you don't have great options. You do have Excadrill. Um, I guess we'll talk about Excadrill now, which has an interesting attack here. Uh, Rototiller, shuffle f for one fighting on a stage one, shuffle four cards from your Disco Pilot into your deck. That's a lot of cards. That's very nice. Um, of course, it is, is an evolution. So if you're playing a, this as an evolution-based deck, you could include Zoroark. Mm -hmm. um, 
which uh, I guess we'll talk about now, um, or we'll talk about soon. Um, but Zoroark is really nice because it lets you turn into any stage one, but you don't have to play um, you don't have to play Zoroark to play Excadrill. But because it is a fighting Pokemon, you have a few interesting options. And notably, you have I believe it's Focus Sash. Um, uh, is that is that the card? Maybe uh, that's not the card. Focus Shits. Um, oh, is that not in the format? Maybe Focus Sash isn't in the format. Um, yeah, I don't believe it is. Okay, so it. Focus Sash is not in the format. I mean, that you can't... I wouldn't say it's as good. Um, yeah, okay, that that's older. Um, so, honestly, like, the control options in that regard are kind of weak. Not that extra drills are bad, but it's not... Um, it's not... It's just going to kind of die, but you do have access to recovering a lot of cards with that, or with, I believe, a Lantern as well. Mm-hmm. Now from from uh, Lost Thunder with its attack salvage shuffle for item cards from your disco pile into your deck, which can be very good. Um, obviously, it's different; doesn't recover everything. But right. um, between those two, you have a lot of options um, to recover anything. And then I'll talk about um, Raichu here, which is also pretty good with its. It's not amazing, but um, its ability Evo Shock. When you evolve into it, you paralyze your opponent's active. Now, people do run Switch cards, um, Guzma, but then also people run Switch a lot. Um, because there's no Floatstone, Switch is relatively common, right? Uh, I yeah, I mean, there's that, and there's... Yeah, Switch. I mean, I've, it, there's Air Balloon, obviously, but, but Floatstone was much better than that. So Switch is... is con yeah, you may see that. Yeah, or, or Escape Rope or Switch pair, which are like the same thing. Um, yeah. But you can paralyze your opponent, and there are some ways of stopping supporters, but they're not amazing. Uh, so I'd say, like, there isn't the full breadth of stopping Guzma like there was previously. Um, you can still do, you can trap him with Paralysis with Raichu and then spam some attack to recover stuff and then also mm -hmm. scoop him at Raichu to reset. it. Or you could also use one of the Snorlaxes with Block. There are actually two of them. Uh, do I have... Oh, no, there's only one in this format. Um, the okay. one from Pokemon Go um, just stops your opponent's active from retreating, which can be very good. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think that one's that's a good card. Yeah, and, and even if they can eventually get out of the paralysis, they might not. It might take them a few turns to do it, so that that can work in your favor, and you can always reparalyze them again. Because, like you said, we do have scoop up net in expanded, so you can scoop it up and just get it evolved again when you need to another turn. Yeah, and we also have devolution spray Z, um, which allows you to devolve your Pokemon. Um, it says devolve one of your evolution Pokemon by shuffling any number of evolution cards uh, on it into your deck, which is fine. Um, you can't re-evolve it immediately, but it's, it's fine. Um, pretty much the same thing as Scoop Up Net. I'd say Scoop Up Net's a bit better, but um, mm -hmm. that, that's just, that's up to you. I, I don't think those control decks are amazing, though. They're a bit awkward to use. Um, and a lot of decks in Expand can outspeed you, so instead I'd say um, the Rella and Alone Executor is actually very good here. Right, um, so this has an mm -hmm. attack called Super Growth that's for free on a, a tag team. Um, and it says, search your deck for a card that evolves from one of your grass Pokemon and put it onto that Pokemon. If that Pokemon is now a stage one Pokemon, search your deck for a stage two Pokemon that evolves from that Pokemon and put it onto that Pokemon to evolve it, then shuffle your deck. So pretty much it fully evolves um, your grass Pokemon on the bench. Um, mm -hmm. There are a few nuances that would cause that not to happen, but generally that's what it does. Um, 
And so you're looking at two Pokemon here, Vileplume. Uh, keep in mind, there's no item lock Vileplume, but there is the basic blocking Vileplume with the ability Disgusting Pollen, as long as this Pokemon's here active. Your opponent's basic Pokemon can attack. There are a lot of decks that are just basics. I think almost all the decks we talked about last time were all basics. So Vileplume is almost an auto-winning against those decks, right? Um, yeah. And then, and then the Decidueye here has an ability Deep Forest Camo. Turn off all effects done to this Pokemon. Um, by attacks from your opponent's Pokemon V and GX. Those are a lot of the other decks. Um, honestly, a lot of the decks are basic GX decks, so either is fine. But um, you can use this against um, the V Stars and V Maxes and Evolution GXs, which aren't super common, but um, see some play. Yeah. Um, the big problem is Evolution Single Prizers, and which are not super common but uh, they will pop up here and there and then evolution EXs, which are right. like looking at arcanine um guard war is certainly problematic and um mostly guard war i'd say mm -hmm. and, and there are the there are the pokemon that hit through effects too like Duraludon um, and, and such which in yeah. the, there are some options there that, that that people may play um in things that that, that just hit through yeah, um, although something like Giratina V, which which hits through effects uh, with this attack, uh, will not be able to hit Vileplume. Vileplume stops it from attacking, but then, as you said, stuff like um, Drowdon VMAX, uh, right. there, there are a bunch, but um, yeah. they will cause problems. Um, yes. Uh, also, effects of attacks cause problems, as well as like abilities, so Inteleon with its ability to ping, or um, uh, what's up? Uh, Sableye, I suppose, with its ability to which attack to ping. Uh, you can stop those with Stealthy Hood and Big Parasol, though. Mm -hmm. um, so I think Rowl and Lonely Executor is viable, and then you just stick some Grass Energies on it to like do a little bit of damage. Yep. This Decidueye's attack in particular isn't too bad. Vile Plumes is kind of bad, though. Um, it's like 60 for 3, and then it inflicts a special condition. Um, but you also have this interesting Gloom that the deck plays, which says, um, which obviously won't be a play a lot if you just go to Vile Plume, but it allows you to pop a Pokemon from their hand onto the bench uh, to trap stuff, right? You have, you have various options of mm -hmm. trapping Pokemon. Things like Manaphy, this Gloom here, which isn't great. Manaphy's better, but um, Echoing Horn and Mawile GX um, yeah. to drag Pokemon onto the board, which is very useful. Um, and then you can do that to hopefully when you um, the game by trapping something. As we said, there are ways of escaping that that are pretty common, but um, you still can try to cause problems for your opponent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, that's a, it's a very disruptive uh, set of packages, and, and obviously expanded control and disruption is just that much stronger. Yeah, and I guess there's one other control deck. Um, so we'll talk about Lily's Pokédollar. You like that card. I do, yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't have the text in front of me. Uh, I, okay, I got the text. Okay. So you play this as, I mean, I'm just going to summarize it anyway. Okay. Um, it's an item card that you play as a basic Pokemon. Mm -hmm. uh, it has 30 HP. You can't retreat, but if it's, the, it's, if it's in the active, you can just send it back into your deck, actually yeah. making your deck infinite um, under most conditions. Uh, and then that, that's very good, but also it, if it dies, it doesn't give up any prize cards. So that's super good. Yeah. Um, and you play this in Luke Metal, right? Luke Metal, right. Partly just for walling, because Luke Metal's a wall deck, and, and it helps with the Zacian, because if you could just had an air balloon on Zacian, already a card like that that can't stream attacks, right? Uh, the other ones like that, you, you'd retreat the Zacian to the bench, send up the Lewis Pokedoll, it's in the active, and you just put it into your, your deck. So you just 
re-promote the Zacian. So it makes it very simple that way too. Yeah, it's a it's a very good card. Um, but the main idea, obviously, that it doesn't give any prizes is pretty insane. Yeah. So you compare this with um, probably Florgis from Forbidden Light here. I have pulled up with this ability, Wondrous Gift. Once during your turn, before you attack, you may for each Florgis you have, you may flip a coin, and if heads, put an item card for you in Disco Pal on top of your deck. Um, so every floor just has the potential to recover a, um, a a poke doll, um, a poke doll, yeah, or something else, right? Um, right. You can recover a wide variety of things. Um, and pretty much like you can recover a pal pad to recover your supporters. It's very good. Um, of course, mm -hmm. there's a fairy stage two. Um, I could get into more details about the deck, but pretty much you have some ways of protecting them. Notably, Rabombi protects from protects from supporters. Um. You don't have the Mr. Mime with Bench Barrier, which is a bit unfortunate. Um, we still have other options for Bench Barrier, like Mew and Manaphy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that's enough for control, yes? Uh, I, I don't know if there's or ever enough control, <laughs> uh, but I, I think that's fine for now. That's fine for now. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about things we don't know so much about anyway at this point, I think. Uh, so what, how about we talk about Eternatus, which is a very uh, interesting deck, I guess, is how, how to say it. Um, in expanded, right? Because you're familiar with Eternus VMAX, most likely just recently rotated, right? With Eternal Zone ability, if all of your Pokemon in play are dark type, you can have up to eight bit Pokemon on your bench, and you can't put any non uh, dark Pokemon into play. Um, if this ability stops working, you discard Pokemon from your bench until you have five. And this is a deck which takes advantage of the fact that you can go from eight to five and back and forth. Um, during your turn, right? It 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 utilizes Kecleon from what uh, Chilling, Chilling Rain, Chilling Rain with a, yeah with Crobashift ability. If this Pokemon is the same type as any basic energy attached to it, and can even be more than what multiple types if there's multiple energy, so it can become a dark type Pokemon when you have a dark energy. You get rid of the dark energy; it's no longer a dark Pokemon. So you can go from five to eight. Uh, as much as you want, as long as you can get that energy on and off the Pokemon, right? And yep. you want to talk about the other two pieces in in that deck? Um, yeah, yeah. So the uh, I mean, there's really one main other, and uh, there is two. But um, Weavile Jax here who has its ability that uh, unsurprisingly just moves your dark, basic dark energy around, so you can move it on and off the Kecleon, shrinking and expanding mm -hmm. bench, um, which is fun um but that doesn't necessarily do anything other than i don't know it allows you to like remove damage pokemon which is kind of cool mm -hmm. um but then really importantly we have dark red gx with so ability restoration if it's in the discard pile and stick it straight onto your bench um and then you can attach a dark energy from your discard pile to this pokemon um so you just bring one dark energy back with it um and then you move that off of dark ride to wherever so and then you shrink your bench again send dark ride back to the discard pile um then drag and then by you shrink your bench by moving the energy off kecleon and then you move it back on um mm -hmm. and then you can grab another energy out of the discard with dark ride you can actually grab all your energy out of the discard pile with dark ride um keep in mind this is better with um battle compressor it's better yeah better with battle compressor and um with some other tools as well um so it's not an insanely good deck in my opinion but the combo is really strong allows you to power up um, various attackers. Mm -hmm. Notably, Umbreon and Darkrai GX is, is pretty good. Yep. Um, Guzzlord here, uh, allowing you to... Uh, I guess I should 
talked about Umbreon and Darkrai. It does an attack there for six energy, gets the GX attack. Um, but instantly kills the active, your opponent's active, and then they can't play any trainers next turn. So it's um it's it's very good. Guzzlord, if it takes a KO, it's four energy for a one twenty, but then it takes an extra prize if it takes a KO. And then lastly, which doesn't see as much well, there are some other options. Uh Greninja and Zorak here. Tag team GX just does more if we dark energy you have in play, which is of course very good. Uh, and then lastly we have uh Dark Rai V Star, right? Um which yes. just does the same thing as Greninja and Zorak. It does it's an evolution. Uh but it does have a Vista power that recovers stuff, so it's it, it's it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, and, and like with a dark deck, the Umbreon uh, V Max with its gusting ability is 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 something you can toss in that deck too to kind of control the game a little more and get a free boss when 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 you want to. I would think too as a, as a possible add. But not, yeah, but, but that's not your attacker because the the damage is what one sixty or something, if I recall. Yeah. It's it's kind of underwhelming. It's not awful, but it's not great. Um, I think this deck's fine. It's kind of vulnerable to like various disruption elements, um, yeah. and it has lots of Pokemon in play. Um, so pretty much, however your opponent wants to prize map, they can always do that, and they can always just pick you apart how they choose to. Um, mm -hmm. But if it gets going, if you get the Umbreon Darkrai set up, if you get the um, Guzzlord set up, if you get whatever you're looking for, you can be in a very powerful position. Right. I mean, you need a lot of pieces, right? It, 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 it's fun is what I'd say, but you need your Turnitus, you need your Kecleon, you need your Weavile GX, your Darkrai VX, and an attacker probably. So that's five cards you have to get going, plus a lot of energy in the discard. So it, yeah, I mean, it you might... can definitely like set up. I mean, yeah, you can have a turn to your attacker, but then you're kind of wasting the like effect of all that energy. Right. But it's I haven't done it yet. I really want to because it just sounds very fun, right? This idea of shrinking, expanding your bench, and I think I've seen going against it in PTCGO, and sometimes it's not real fun because you just sit there, stare at your opponent while they move things around for several minutes. But uh, yeah, you, you kind of it makes it can make I think Mew players of Mew VMAX feel like it's a speed deck in its turns, which and it's generally not. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's it for like Eternus, right? Yeah, Probably. I think we covered that. Um, should we mention another dark attacking option in Spiritum? Sure, sure. So, and and did you play this deck or did you not play this? Uh, a little bit. I didn't get it till late in before it rotated. Um, but it, it's um, Spiritum. Oh no, that's the wrong Spiritum. Uh, I got it. I got it. Okay. Um, so, just... so pretty much this attack says. I mean, we've seen this so many times, but uh, for one dark, so very efficient, 10, mm -hmm. it does 30 more for each damage counter on this Pokemon. It yeah. only has 60 HP, so that's kind of sketchy. Um, there are, of course, ways to boost it, but, right. you so, know. So that's um, 50 HP, so that's 150 plus 10, so 160, which isn't quite where you want to be, but... Yeah, but Building Sprite here says, uh, its ability just says you can stick a damage counter on it at any point, which is really good. Um, yeah. And then there are various ways of moving damage counters as well. There's a Jinx that moves it. There is um, there is a, uh, there's a card that's just called Damage Mover, I think. Um, okay. There's Damage Mover, and then I think there's Damage Pump. Uh, right, Damage yeah, Pump damage by familiar. Yeah, Damage Mover and Damage Pump just move damage counters, uh, which are both good. Uh, and then you also have... Um, you have you the have Stadium, your... right? Yeah. It puts have... 20 on it when, when it goes to the bench. Um, I'm blanking on the yeah. name right now. but um, 
yeah, and I know which one you're talking about. Um, the something something field or something like that. Yeah, I mean it's in the Hisuian Zor arc uh, deck, obviously to get the damage yeah. down. So you're familiar with it. So you, when you play it, you do twenty damage. Yeah, um, and then the uh, Gapejaw Bog. It's it's not uh, yes. anything field. Um, <laughs> Gapejaw Bog, and then you also have Old Cemetery to place damage counters on you when you attach, which is cool. Um, and then so you just have those options. Uh, and then you have, uh, as we said, you can boost the HP, so you can stick Cape of Toughness on. Right. Or um, in the new set, we're having a card that I believe is called Charm of Courage, boosting it up 50 HP. So then you can be hitting 50 more damage. So then you're just doubling it to 310, which is enough to KO pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. Of course, you do need 10 damage counters on, which is a lot to do <laughs> without any help from your opponent. Right. So it's not always super doable, but it's an option. And then you also have, um, you have a hustle belt, which is a right. bit different. Um, I'll, yeah, there's another way of getting it on, but I'll talk about that in a second. Um, hustle belt though says, um, if this Pokemon, this card's attached was 30 HP or less remaining, which obviously, obviously with Spirit Tomb you're gonna try to do. Um, yep. then your attacks do 60 more damage, which is pretty solid. It's easier to do than Cape of Toughness. It won't give you as much total damage, right. but if you get five damage counters on, then you're hitting. 160 with this you're going to be hitting 220 so that's enough to one shot pokemon v's um relatively mm -hmm. easily i'll say as i said it's not free but it's an option uh and yeah. then speaking of dark attackers another dark attacker that's very good is going to be hoopa um which is um you know this one right if it swings and it does 90 damage right so for for one energy so so a cheap card you can get into play to do um yeah, 90 to do 90 so it and it doesn't you know as with cards like it it doesn't weakness doesn't come into play so that's a downside um but it's got 120 hp so it, it's not bad for a basic single prize that attacks for one energy yeah uh and then lastly another card very similar is going to be zapdos um which is a, a nice pokemon uh which says if it swings in it's a lightning type if it swings in it does 80 um, there are various nuances, which one's better between Zapdos and Hoopa. Um, but notably Zapdos has electro power to boost its damage up more. Um, but I think the general idea of these three attackers is that they're only one energy on a basic Pokemon and they all hit like pretty solid damage, right? Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you're, you're kind of hitting for hopefully enough damage to get things happening for you with these decks. Yeah. And then, um, uh, Spiritomb does hit more. But um, right. it doesn't, uh, so that's why Spirit Team's arguably like the better one. Um, of course, it, going down to like almost no HP can be really bad because people play cards like Galarian Zigzagoon or Halucha or, um, right. or Sableye, I mean, and they just like wipe out everything you've been setting up for three turns and, and win the yeah, game. Yeah, so. Sableye will, will, could just win the game for your opponent. Um, so there are very spread options, so that's why Spirit Team can be bad. But the one way you can add more damage on. Um, is with um, that was kind of a weird transition, but um, Rainbow yeah. Energy, yes, um, obviously provides one of each, applies every type of energy, only one type at it, only one energy at a time, right? Uh, but you, when you attach it, you put a damage counter on it, so it naturally it sends you with Spirit Tomb, mm -hmm. um, which is good, right? Um, yeah, you got an extra th thirty damage, and you've paid for your your attack cost, so it 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 makes sense in the deck. Um, and then, of course, you see where this is going. Uh, well, you might not, um, the viewers, but like, it's it, it opens up a lot of options because this provides any type of energy. Yep. So um, 
this is really cool because, especially during this time, um, and these were standard decks at the time, and I think that's why I've kind of been looking back at standard decks to get inspiration, but um, Spiritomb was paired with a variety of things, including um, one of which is ADP. Um, you can play with <laughs> ADP. Um, I don't know if that's great, but you can do that. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, you, if you can pull it off, now you've got an extra 30 damage besides the extra prize, so I, I can see pay a benefit to it whether it would set up enough i guess is that's the question yeah um but then you also have here um a wide, well, i mean you have essentially infinite options with rainbow energy because it powers up many things but you're again looking for one energy attackers and then this is where right. we get to um the ultra beasts right which are really interesting because they have different effects depending on how many prize cards your opponent has remaining so the best one is probably going to be um it does let me see so you have you have buzzwall i guess it's the best option sledgehammer on your opponent's four prize turn this does 90 more damage uh mm -hmm. and then so this is going to be hitting 120 damage on that four prize turn one shotting pikachu and sekrom um and with a little bit of damage buff which isn't that hard to find mm -hmm. um you can be one shotting arcus v star um you're probably not gonna be one shotting a turn just v max but you can definitely be one shotting arcus um which is good uh, and then in Zorak GX as well, which is fine. Um, yep. There are some other options. I suppose the other best option is going to be um, probably Nihiligo, right? With its yeah. attack and nightcap on your opponent's two prize, trying to have two prize cards remaining. Uh, you just, for one Psychic, uh, so one Rainbow Energy here, get to copy one of their attacks. Um, and of uh, any of your opponent's Pokemon's attacks, um, which can be very good. It can be kind of useless. It, it just depends, but... Um, I think Nihilus goes like pretty good uh, at doing what it does, and it, there are various other things that copy. I'm um, notably some Mimikyu's. Um, I think there's like a Marsh Shadow too, but um, there are lots of other options as well. There's um, Celestila. Uh, there's Dawn Wings Necrozma, um, which is okay. There is also going to be yep. uh, Cartana. Uh, Grass Cartana is pretty solid, and. Uh, Oh, yeah, then there's a Zerkatry as well, a Lightning Zerkatry. So you can use those. Um, I suppose there's also going to be... Uh, there are some GXs as well. Uh, I don't know how I feel about them. But, um, like, the Ultra Beast for their one-energy attacks, I think, are very, very nice. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't something... I never really played much of the Ultra Beast. Plus, plus, uh, Baby Blacephalon was an Ultra Beast, but that's a very different uh, dynamic, so doesn't really fit with that set of things, but um, they weren't cards that I played, but they, they it seems real intriguing. I certainly would like to give give a go with some Ultra Beast-type deck at some point. Yeah, and if you've only played now, I, I'd say the deck's kind of like Lost Zone and actually becomes much similar when you look at the card in B-String. Um, or I'd say the Ultra Beast mechanics like the Lost Zone mechanic. Um, B-String, um, it says you can only play this if your opponent has three or four prizes remaining. So there are times when your opponent completely skipped that and then you just lose out on B-String. Um, but search your deck for up to two basic energy cards. Uh, can be the same type, can be different types. And attach them to one of your Ultra Beasts, then shuffle your deck. This is just super good um, for certain Ultra Beasts. But as I said, I think the best Ultra Beasts are the one energy attackers. Um, but this allows you to power up like anything, right? Including stuff like Baby Blacephalon. Um, right. But I don't know if they're, like, amazing. They're kind of weird. Um, we're going to talk about one later, but um, I, I personally think the best way is just with the single energy attachments. 
Yeah, and then you have, I mean, these other items, right? The Beast Bringer, if you have six prizes remaining, which you do at the start, you knock out your opponent's GX or EX, you take, with an Ultra Beast, you take an extra prize. So, you know, you can pull that one off. Beastite, so some, which is, is a tool, um, and, you, and it boosts damage based on how many prizes you have uh, taken. So at the other side, late in the game, it boosts things. So just some fun options if you go with an Ultra Beast-type package. Yeah, you can even do Lucimine Prism Star, which stops um, hmm. on the three, on your opponent's three prize turn damage done to your Ultra Beast next turn. You got um, Ultra Space as well to stretch out Ultra Beasts, so you got some options. Um, I mean, there are more yeah. as well, but um, I, I don't think we need to get too into that. I think Ultra no. Beasts are just like they're cool. Um, with this Beast Box deck combined with Spiritomb, Zapdos, or even Hoopa. Um, I don't know which is best. I think all three are valid. Um, I don't know if I can all keep up. As we said, there's a lot of things that like wall off basics as well, which is problematic. Um, yeah. But I, th- I, think they're, I think it's a solid deck. It's not what I messed around with. I have almost none of the cards. Um, I don't have like Spiritomb, I don't think. I don't remember. I was going to get Spiritomb, and I was going to play Spiritomb. I don't remember if I have it yet, but um, I, 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 think, I think Ultra Beasts are definitely... Um, really cool uh, and have a lot of potential. So uh, we'll, we'll see if they end up being like super strong in the meta. Um, I, I think they could be, but uh, you can also tech them in other decks as well. But um, and then yeah. also there's the other idea of like toolbox decks. I think we, it's time we talk about counter energy also. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so that one, if you don't know, says if you're behind on prizes, it provides um only on G- non-GXs or EXs. So this can be attached to V-Star's capital e- or lowercase EXs. Um, but, uh, and of course, single prizes is what's meant to be on. Um, it provides two of any type of energy. So this is really nice with um, a lot of things. But um, yeah, this goes with, I'd say the best partner is... Um, I'm not I'm not sure, but I think it's Tapu Lele. Um, which is very good. Tapu Lele, and they're actually two one from I don't know the names of the sets. Um okay. but the one's a promo, the psychic one's a promo. And then there's this one that's a fairy one that's uh is this Celestial Storm? Oh wait, is this Ultra Prism? I, I should know this, but I, I don't. Um Anyways, this is there's this um, fairy Tapu Lele that says mm-hmm. magical swap move any da- number of damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon to the other Pokemon in any way you like, um, and you pair this with, I suppose I should have started with with Tapu Koko from um, the promo Tapu Koko with this attack flying flip here, doing twenty damage to each your opponent's Pokemon. This card is absolutely insane when it was in standard as a, both a great pivot and a viable mm-hmm. attacking option. Um, but obviously, if they have a full bench of six Pokemon, or full six Pokemon in play, um, five on the bench, it does 120 damage. Um, hopefully, they don't have a Pokemon like Mew or um, Manaphy or whatever to block ba- bench damage. But if right. they do, you can turn it off with a Lolan Muck. Um, and so you just do this. Tapu Koko, do spread a bunch of damage around. You can even pair it with. There are a lot of other options. Um, you spread a bunch, and then you just move it around with Tapu Lele. And then you mm-hmm. just win the game with that. Um, one thing I'm not sure about is uh, this takes a long time to do. So it might not actually be viable in lives expand form because you might time out before then. Um, which would be unfortunate. Um, in which case, uh, someone tell me that. I, I don't know if you time out or not when using the attack. If you do, obviously that's really bad. 
um, and hopefully live fixes that. If you don't time out, that's nice, and it's a very good attack. Although it is still very annoying because it, it will take you probably like two minutes to pull off the attack because you need to move the damage counters. Maybe it's faster in live, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. But that's a very solid option. Of course, you need to be down on prizes. You're essentially taking no prizes for the whole game until you do start using Magical Swap. Um, and then you just hopefully win the game on the spot. Um, and then also you can pair with the Passimian deck, um, which says um, yeah. the Passimian from Sun and Moon does 30 damage from essentially 10 plus 30 more for each your bench Passimian. Um, and then you have the Passimian with um, Power Huddle boosting your damage of your active Passimian to your opponent's active evolutions. Uh, notably, this is very good against cards like Eternatus and Arceus. Um, Arceus V-Start, Eternatus V-Max. I, I don't know if it's amazing. Um, we can pair this with like Tabacoco and stuff. Uh, and then, of course, there are other options for um, for counter energy. I don't know all of them. I don't know the best options, but other than Tapu Lily, Tapu Lily is super good. Um, there are some that copy attacks, like the Mimic use. Um, but they're kind of the same as like Nihiligo, so it's up to you how you want to play that. But now, Counter Energy is a pretty strong inverse stalker. Now, the Counter Energy, you can also use it on V Pokemon, correct? Uh, yes, you can, uh, which is quite good. <laughs> uh, arguably, it's not as good because um, they, uh, well, one, I can't think of any specific ones that are really good with it, but also um, you're going to be like taking KOs, so then it's just going to get turned off, and then it's not as useful. Um, yeah, that that that's a danger, right? Once once you're not behind the prizes, it, it's just what one is it what one colorless at that point? Yeah, one colorless. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of good. You can stick it on. You can even stick it on like Gardevoir EX decks. Um, so well, it depends what your attack. Pretty much with any Gardevoir EX deck, you should be able to use it. Um, to power up same more damage on your baby Gardevoir. Although in the future, keep in mind, uh, we are going to be getting reversal energy, which is um, three energy on an evolution on Rulebox Pokemon. So um, if you're down on prizes, which is debatably better. I, I think it's an absolutely insane card. Um, but yeah, I think Counter Edge is very strong. Mm -hmm. um, I'd be really interested in hearing your thoughts, though, everyone listening, um, about what's good with Counter Edge, because I haven't dug into that too much yet, other than like what's been explored already. Right, I mean, it opens up to a lot of lot of ideas, so which which is nice. Yep. Um, and then, are there any other decks to talk about? Unless was there anything with Zorark you wanted to discuss or no? I think okay, that might be the yes. last thing. Zorark. So Zorark is, I think, the last deck, um, which is really complicated. Uh, so uh, this is crazy. Uh, first of all, you have the Phantom Transformation Zorark, which has an ability I mentioned earlier, where that says it can turn into any stage one. So. That's like really good because it just it just is. Um, because stage ones, some of them are very useful and versatile, and Zora gives you that versatility. Um, right, which we also have, which includes the the GX's stage ones and the EX's stage ones. Zora can turn into those multi prize Pokemon. Uh, yeah, which is nice, and some of them are very good. Uh, and then you have Zorak GX, which you can actually, I believe, turn your Zorak into a Zorak GX, which is kind of silly. You can do that as this ability trade here. Once during a turn before you attack, you may discard um, a card from your hand and draw, to draw two cards. This is the same effect as Curlyash and Chino mm -hmm. and Holion, um, which is Lightbird as well. Um, in fact, the same name as Lightbird, uh, which is very good. Uh, that being said, it's an evolution. 210 HP, not particularly amazing. So mm -hmm. uh, kind of vulnerable, but same evolution line. It's pretty solid. Um, and actually can be very good. 
and even right is being attacked uh 20 for each damage damage for each pokemon you have in play you can even pair this with Eternus remax to do even more mm -hmm. and of course you can pay this for only one triple acceleration or double colorless and also even trickster gx allowing you to use one of your pokemon's your opponent's pokemon's attacks um although it's kind of hard to pay off so you probably won't be using that it, too dark. So if if it's a dark type deck, probably now deck is you could use a, a bench Pokemon's attack also of your opponent. Is that correct? Do, am I reading that uh, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, I, I I don't think most Zorak GX decks play dark energy. I've never really seen Trickster GX used. Um, okay. Not gonna lie, but uh, it's it's a pretty solid. Let's. I mean, it's an option in certain decks. Um, but then, of course, there are so many various options. Uh, I'll touch on Ditto Prism Star here, actually, uh, which is kind of interesting um, because it says it's an, a Prism Star. It's a basic with just one ability, no attack. Um, you can evolve it into any stage one, which is super fun because um, it's, it's versatile, so it almost mm -hmm. fulfills the same role as the Zorg to transform. Um, but then you can go ahead and turn into... Um, there are a lot of options. I'll talk about uh, Alolan Radicate first actually uh from pokemon go i think yeah alolan radicate from pokemon go with this attack super fang put damage cards on your opponent's active pokemon until its remaining hp is 10 um so you can pay this for one trip acceleration energy uh and then assuming you have some way of poisoning them or burning them mm -hmm. um such as i believe garbador right i garbador. think so yeah, from Rebel Clash, um, if you have a stadium in play, you can just make your opponent's active poisoned. You can just instantly KO anything with that, which is pretty insane. Uh, you don't necessarily need Zorak to do that, but you can do that. Right. Uh, and speaking of Garbodor, we have Garbodor with Trash Lance doing 20 for each item for card in your opponent's Discord pile for one Psychic on an evolution, stage one, uh, which can be very good as well. Um, it was very good. Uh, previously uh, with the Garbodor with this ability to item lock, but that's not here. So this Garbodor is still very good. Um, yep. And then we also see, um, let's see, I guess I'll talk about Dagnatal GX. Um, or actually, can you explain that one? Yeah, hang on. Yeah, just got to get it up. Dagnatal G. Um, wait, the, yeah. this is the not the Ultra Beast one or the... Huh? Oh, they're both... Ult oh. Yeah, the Stinger. It's... Oh, I see. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll no, no. So, so Stinger, which is a GX attack for three energy. There, there are two Naganadal GXs actually. Which is a little, I was trying yeah, to yeah. That this out. is the one that was in the world's semifinal which, or finalist deck. So, Stinger GX. Uh, both players shuffle their prize cards into their decks. Then each player puts the top three cards of their deck face down as their prize card. So that's your GX attack. So, all of a sudden, whatever the prize situation doesn't was before it doesn't matter both players go down to three prizes at that point yeah um so there are some various ideas with this um notably if you're against adp they can just win the game on their next turn so uh, the fact that there's no pokemon ranger means that adp uh, is a uh, very bad very bad for this um so yeah. that's the one thing you need to understand but um ignoring that this means that no other deck can win the game on the next turn unless they have massive amounts of spread through some unique fashion. Um, you can generally stop this with Big Parasol or Manaphy or whatever. Um, but generally, they won't be able to win their game on their turn. And they'll probably just KO the Naganadal GX, which is very doable. Mm -hmm. Then you um, are in a very good position because now um, you have only one... You have three prizes remaining. They have one prize remaining. 
So this actually mm -hmm. opens up Slowbro um, from Pokemon Go, right? Which just takes two prizes with its attack for two colors on stage one, which is pretty good. Uh, um, yeah. But, that, but, uh, but, you need, but you need three prizes. How do you get the third prize? Because your opponent's yeah, down to yeah. one prize. Okay, now you're real. So there's something we're missing, I guess, with that. So Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't remember. This is, I, I, I foreshadowed it earlier with Peonia, right? This is where Peonia comes into play. So Peonia put up the three prize cards into your hand. Uh, and then for each prize card, you put in this way. You, you, you just return them. You can, like, mess with your prizes. Right. Um, so you're going to go and put Jirachi Prism Star into your prize cards, um, okay. which has oh, its ability right. that says you can take an extra prize card. Pretty much if you take it as a prize card, you need an extra bench spot, but it is what it is. Um, and Jirachi Prism Star, obviously, um, you just win the game. You take two prizes plus this other prize, you win. Um, and with Peony, you know where Jirachi Prism is, so you're going to hit it. You're not going to like take the other two prizes and then fail. Um, so that's nice. Um, but that's obviously a lot of pieces, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it works. You just win, but you've got to get it set up. So Yeah. But luckily, that's where we got our other other trick here okay. with Persian GX. Um, with its ability Catwalk, once during your turn um, before you attack, if you if one of your Pokemon GX or EX was knocked out during your opponent's last turn, aka they probably KO'd your Naginatal, um, or say a Zorak GX uh, <clears throat> during your opponent's last turn, you may switch your... Uh, so now you may stretch your deck for up to two cards, um, any cards, and put them into your hand, uh, and then shuffle your deck. You can't use more than one disability per turn, but that's still fine. You just switch your deck right. for probably just the Peonia and the uh, Jirachi Prism Star. Jirachi, right, yep. And you could, you do still need an energy, which can be like a triple acceleration energy, a double turbo energy, a double colorless energy, a twin energy. you got tons of options, so you can just do that. Um, mm. With that being said, like, what if your opponent doesn't take two prizes um now you have some other options this is where things get a bit more complicated um again if they have a three prize so you can just ko that as i said you have right. that garbador plus alolan radicate combo mm -hmm. um and you can also just try to ko stuff say um uv max you can go in with the mighty ina um an evolution that just one trust me v max um and then there are also some things uh like dugong so this deck's called Checkmate because it puts you in a checkmate position, hopefully. Um, mm -hmm. But Dugong here from Unbroken Bond says discard for three energy on stage one, aka a triple acceleration energy. Discard two energy from this Pokemon. This attack does 60 damage to two of your opponent's Pokemon. Um, so hopefully this allows you to just win the game by killing a single prizer and a two prizer. Um, and you kind of set this up before falling behind them prizes and then go and use Dugong. Um, at the end of the game to win and hopefully take your three prizes. Um, that gets a bit sketchier. Um, and uh, there are other options as well. Uh, I remember in st when this deck was in standard, there were some ideas to take out Pikram in one shot or Vestrum and Charizard in one shot. But because those aren't as expected all the time, I, I wouldn't recommend attacking against them directly. But I'd say the main win condition is that uh, Slowbro <clears throat> plus Jirachi Prism Star or the Alolan uh, Radicate plus the Garbodor. All right, good. I mean, I, th I think just in summary, a lot of these decks for inspiration, you're looking to the Sun and Moon era decks that were strong decks, right? Because the expanded decks, some of them work with this truncated expanded format, but some of them don't really work so well. So it's it's a new format. So the Sun and Moon era decks is one, one place to look for ideas to kind of build upon.
Yeah, a few of them don't work though. Control, okay, so control doesn't really work because most of the cards are like banned, um, or now banned. Right. Uh, and then also a lot of like the older Sun and Moon decks, like Gardevoir, um, GX. If you compare like Gardevoir EX, it's just really bad. Um, Glyspot GS, Buzzwell GX, I don't think it's good enough. Lycanroc GX is kind of meh. Its ability is the same as Umbreon VMAXs, which is nice, but I wouldn't say it's an amazing Pokemon. Uh, but then Destroy GX isn't even that great, um, mostly because of its low damage output. But you can play it in Eggrow. Um, and then I'm sure I'm missing some other ones, but most of the early GXs aren't that good. Um, mm-hmm. But tag teams are really good, and um, right. VMAX and V Stars are really good. Yeah, the late um, Sword and uh, Sun and Moon and early uh, Sword and Shield were thick. That that's there's a lot of good options in that area. I think that, to develop. With some yeah, you can even cards. go in with stuff like Send a Scorch V Max was a very yeah. good deck. Um, that I mean, I don't think it's amazing. It's not what I go to here, but um, it's an option. There there are a lot of options, right? Yeah, there are. I mean, I think we've covered. Uh, plenty of expanded talk at this point. So between this and the previous podcast, right, people? There's a lot of ideas out there. We, I think we're both still finding it to be a fun format because it's not a solved format. Hopefully at some point you can do friend challenges and or a rank ladder so you're not just pairing it half the time going up against starter decks that people are there for who knows why, right? Um, but it, it's, it's, yeah. a, it, it's an interesting format. And I, honestly, I hope it sticks around long term. I hope it just doesn't go back to the old expanding and we lose this. I'd like to see, honest, ideally, that they bring back the old and keep this one going forward. That that would be a fun situation. Yeah, I definitely think that's that's probably the best way. Um, right now, I think live needs more formats. To me, that's, to, honestly, in my opinion, that's the number one thing I'm looking for. Uh, yeah. I know people are saying, like, the game should work, and I that's true. <laughs> yes, but, that, um, that's true, too. I, I think, like, glitches are okay don't take the game too seriously it's a game right i think people are getting really um including myself and uh, um like people are getting like really um annoyed that the game's not working understandably so but um there are yeah. issues and there will always be issues but um just try to enjoy yourself with it and you'll, you'll you can definitely have a good time with live um and just mess around and, and, and have fun yeah it, it's a game to have fun uh, at least as time of recording, we can say it's still a beta. Now that's going to end shortly, so uh, they'll lose that excuse for the air, for problems going pretty soon. But hopefully, things get ironed out. We will see. Um, and you want to close close us up? Uh, yeah, one thing actually, we I, I think um, Uncommon Fossil and I are planning to do a video or a podcast episode um, where we're going to be covering things about live, including issues. Um, and like an FAQ type of video uh, where we're going to yeah. just talk about that. Um, so tune in for that. I think you'll you'll enjoy it. And then um, also on this podcast or anywhere, you feel free to ask us questions about live. We don't know all the answers, but we can certainly help. Honestly, we can probably help as much as the devs. Actually more because they don't like... They don't care. give a lot of input. Um, so, um. Yeah, like people ask for help. Um like one of the asks in the forums, the devs don't read the forums, so um, that doesn't help. And then, t- or two, they send the support tickets, and the devs just sometimes like delete support tickets, so it doesn't help that much anyway. Um, but yeah, we can we can try to help you, and we're going to be doing that. So tune in for that. But uh, I've been Ten Types, joined by Uncommon Fossil. We are the reasonably effective podcast. We're um, actually surprisingly close to monetization, uh, which is kind of funny. But uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed. Um, 
any feedback, of course, is appreciated. Um, check us out on YouTube. Specifically, that's obviously not a podcast. You can check us out on the podcast platforms. So if you want to reach out to us, reach out to us through the YouTube comments, um, through, through Discord, whatever. Um, but we hope you enjoyed it, and we're uh, excited to see you in the next podcast. Take care.